Welcome to the Vineyard Northridge Weekly Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by our special guest speaker. For more information about our church, visit our website at vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge. Let's give a warm welcome to Brian Blount. Click the, there we go. Good. Awesome. What a beautiful testimony, huh? Of the goodness of God that just taking ordinary, everyday people and doing the extraordinary work of the kingdom. And that's really the ministry of Jesus. That he comes to uh, anoint us as ordinary believers to display him so the world might come to the, the light of his salvation and find the hope in Christ. And so those are, that's, I love these stories. I wish that's where I would have started. My first time praying for the sick was not even with a person. It was with a, a family pet because I was too scared to pray for a person. So you guys, some of you are way more advanced than I was starting out. In fact, it was Snuggles the Poodle is who I prayed for. That, but you know what? I, I have this message with that. It doesn't matter where you start, just start. And so some of us, we have to start at places like that where our faith is and but, you know, it, it's compassion that leads the way. It's, it's the love of God. You know, in the vineyard, we have this phrase, you know, uh, faith is spelled R-I-S-K. And I'd say before we spell faith R-I-S-K, we need to spell faith L-O-V-E because faith works by love. And it's the love and the compassion of Christ that will compel us to minister light and love to people uh, who are in desperate need of the glorious gospel. Amen. And so when we get filled up with his love for us, it's an outflow of his love for others. And we can begin to see uh, what's going on in, in the lives of people. And then we can maybe just stop for a moment and think, what could happen if Jesus just came near them? And then we got to think, well, guess what? Jesus has come near them in you because Christ is in us. He is the hope of of glory. He's the hope of the world living inside you and I. We're always thinking that God's going to use somebody else. But God is actually wanting to use you and I uh, to be image bearers uh, in a dark world. And so if we get that message, things will begin to change. You'll begin to see the kingdom come in tremendous ways by simply realizing you're the anointed person that he's chosen in that moment. So when you walk into a room, Jesus is walking in the room as well. You know, where there is people, the kingdom of God is present to bring healing. You know, I'm just a skinny man trapped in a fat man's body. That's the truth. You know, I'm just an ordinary guy. The only extraordinary thing about me is I have, uh, you know, six kids and those three of those are triplets. <laughs> you know, so that's a little extraordinary. But outside that, I'm just a disciple. I'm a follower of Christ trying to find Jesus and to display his good works wherever I go among people. And so what I want to talk about this morning is finding the place of Jesus' mission, his message, and his ministry. Because we have no other mission. We have no other message, and we have no other ministry except that of Jesus. And if we look to the scriptures um, at Luke 4.18, this is a staple passage in the vineyard, and it is, I believe, we see Jesus' mission and his job description, but I don't want you just to see it as Jesus' mission or a job description, but you would see it as yours. 
In fact, you can read this on your own later. I'm actually going to read it over you. And here's what I want you to do is I want you to take your hand and, and put it on your heart. And I want you to hear this afresh and anew. And hear this as Jesus speaking this over you, that this is your mission. Uh, as you get up <laughs> in the morning, you leave your, your house, you are on mission to, to display God's glory. And here's, what it, here's how it reads. It says this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. In fact, why don't you say that with me? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach good news. Good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind and to release the oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So the Spirit of the Lord is on you and I so that we can demonstrate the very reality of God's presence when people are trapped in pain, when they're trapped in sickness, when they're trapped in darkness, His power comes on us so those that are impoverished in their soul can find healing through you. That he gives us the keys of the kingdom to literally unlock the shackles of shame, unlock the shackles of sin, unlock the shackles of, uh, of pain and, and distortion. That you and I have those keys given to us by the Spirit to help set people free. But it comes through you and me. So he's, he has a, a, a mission. And his mission is to help the poor in spirit, to help those who are impoverished in every aspect of their being, to, to know that heaven has come near them in the person of Jesus so they could know the favor of our God. So Jesus didn't only have a mission, but he had a message and he had a ministry. In Matthew uh, 4, 23 through 24, it kind of gives a summary of Jesus' uh, message and ministry. It says this, it says, Jesus went through Galilee teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria and people brought to him all who were ill and various diseases throughout and through and those who were suffering with severe pain and the demon possessed. And those having seizures and he healed the paralyzed and he healed them all. So Jesus went with a message, the kingdom of God is at hand. What does that mean? It means his rule and his reign, his ever-present presence is within our reach. Reach out like this and go, look, the kingdom of God is this close. It's within reach. It's within your grip. It's within the grip of the person who is need and through you. So if you can think about that and have that mental picture the next time you're somewhere and you see a need, it's like the kingdom is that close for you. So I was in uh, T-Mobile getting a, uh, a new SIM card for my iPad. And I walked in and I see this kind of a little unusual picture. I see this lady and she is like shivering cold. And I'm like, it's not really cold outside and it's not like cold inside. And I'm just kind of observing her. And two thoughts hit my mind. One, it was like, this is a setup from God. <laughs> He's wanted me to put Jesus on display for this woman. I'm going to find out what's going on. And the other thought that came to me was terror. <laughs> like, I'm going to step out, and I'm going to look foolish. 
And if I begin to talk about Jesus, she's probably going to tell me, why don't you get lost? You know, I thought if I even pray for it, there's something wrong with her, probably nothing will happen. Right? Anybody ever think these kind of thoughts? Or is it just me? I've been doing this for 20 years and those have never left me. Like I feel a thousand butterflies hit my stomach every single time I minister to somebody. And all of those things are natural things that our mind is having to process through. And a lot of that is the enemy coming to try to distract us, to keep us from presenting Jesus. So I just want to say it's normal to experience that. You're not super spiritual if you don't. In fact, I would be really kind of concerned if you're not experiencing that. But what we have to learn to do is allow the voice of love to stir our faith so we can present hope to other people instead of letting fear paralyze us. Right? But experiencing fear is not wrong and there's something wrong with you. You're, you're going to experience it. And especially when the, the ministry of fear is fear <laughs> and it tries to paralyze you. So here I was, and this is all kind of going through my mind like, you know, rapidly. And so I thought, okay, well, I thought I would just start this way. I'm going to approach her with just a question. Hey, <laughs> are you always cold like this? You know, because she's just shivering and she's like, no, actually I'm not. I, I'm sick. I, I'm an assistant manager. Um, I have an ear infection. And I, at that point I could see a cotton ball in her ear. She says, I'm running a fever. I can't leave work. And I'm so cold. I, I'm, I'm hurting. I have this infection from my ear down to my jaw. And I went, wow, there's a lot going on with this girl. And so then I had to take that next step of to step out of my comfort zone, step towards her, and I said, hey, listen, do you mind if I uh, try something different? And she's like, sure. <laughs> I mean, it was really funny how that, that worked, that, that, that opening line did. She said, yeah. So I said, hey, do you mind if I put my hand on your shoulder? And she said, yeah. And I said, Here, I said, here's what's going to happen. I said, you're like really cold. She goes, I'm freezing. I said, when I put my hand on your shoulder, you're going to go literally from cold to hot instant, and the pain's going to live your body. And she was like, okay. So I put my hand on her shoulder, and instantly, she completely was hot all through her body. She took off the blanket, took off the coat, and she's like, how in the world did you do that? I said, I'll tell you in a second. I said, now the infection's going to begin to leave your ear, and it's gonna, all the pain is going to begin to go, and your fever is going to break. Instantly, it does. And she is just like dumbfounded. And I said, so you want me to tell you how I did that? And she goes, yeah, how did you do that? I said, I'm a Christian. And this is what Christians do. They put Jesus on display with love and power. And she goes, well, I'm a Christian. I said, great. This is what you get to do as well. <laughs> and she got up. The amazing thing is literally she was literally having to just... She was sick, not being able to do work. She was able to get up and leave and go about her business. So that's what I'm talking about. As you enter into a place, whether it's T-Mobile, the grocery store, you go through a drive through I don't know, wherever you are going about your day, you are on mission with Jesus to put him on display with love and power. And we have a message, and that message is that the kingdom of God is truly at hand. His presence his reign, his rule can come in any situation at any moment, but it requires us to partner with uh, the activity of, of God because God's always working. He's always moving. He's always doing something. It's just that we have to learn to look for where he's moving. We have to listen for his, his voice 
And then we have to do that, that scary thing, <laughs> right? We have to respond. So we look, we listen, and we respond to the message uh, and the ministry of Jesus. And we do that by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. You know, in Acts 28, it says this, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. For what purpose? It says to be a witness. And a witness for who? A witness for you? No, a witness for Christ. So when you receive power from the Holy Spirit, it is to be a person that can be a witness, that can testify of the goodness of Christ in power, not only in the proclaiming of the gospel, not only in the telling of the testimony of Jesus, what's happened in your life, but in the demonstration and the reality of heaven breaking in, in that moment for somebody else. So we are all empowered by the precious Holy Spirit to do the precious work of God. But it's literally learning to just begin just to see that, wait, I'm like, Holy Spirit's on me. Like I can step out and I can begin to just display God's goodness. Here's what I'd like for you to do. I, one thing I, I forgot to do when I, when I always, when I speak, I, I usually do this, but um, I really feel like there's many of you that the Lord's gonna begin to touch as the rest of the time I'm speaking. And I just want you to be aware of God's presence because if we can be aware of God's presence in here, then what will happen is when we're out at Walmart or we're going through a drive-thru or Wendy's or your favorite place you go or a business meeting, you might go, oh, wow, I recognize the presence of Jesus. I recognize his power so then you can be a witness to demonstrate his reality. So some of you might begin to feel like a power come on you, like a surge of power, like electricity. You might feel heat or power in your hands. These are sometimes phenomena of the Holy Spirit that comes on you. You don't have to experience any of that either, but sometimes the Lord does that to just to get our awareness, and he wants to empower us to be people that can proclaim the gospel. Also, I want you to check around right now just for a moment and check your body. I know several people came in, and you need healing in your body. So do a quick body check. If you, let's say uh, you came in and just do this as a mental note. On a scale from zero to 10, zero being no pain, 10 being maybe emergency pain, what's your pain level in your shoulder, your back, your whatever it may be, mentally take a note for that. And what I want you to do is you hear me speaking some more and you're gonna see uh, some testimonies of, of Jesus healing people. I want you to like move around your body and see if something's happened. And if something's happened, I want you to do this simple thing. Just stand up and clap for a moment so we know, because I can't see these lights, and then I'll know where God's moving, and we'll stop for a moment and bless what God's doing. If you feel God's power on you, like he's anointing you to do something, I want you just to simply stand up and put your hands out and just receive from the Lord at any point in time, because it's really about what God is doing in the moment to empower you. So if you feel God's presence coming on you, what are you going to do? Stand up and assume the, the position, all right? And just receive from God. Don't worry about whatever else is thinking. Like, take that moment to allow God to pour out. If, if you begin to feel healing come on your body or pain begins to dissipate, what are you going to do? Stand up and clap. Okay, good. You got it. That's good for early morning. All right. Yeah, so Jesus, we thank you for your presence. And I bless them right now. And I just ask for more, Holy Spirit, that you would increase your power. 
Well, here, just instead of me just sharing a couple stories and talking about it, I want to show you a quick video. And as you're watching this video, you're going to see the Lord healing people uh, through some ordinary places. And I really do want you to check your body as this is going on. I, I believe that we're going to see a few healings take place. So if you can play that video, that'd be great. She Hello. Was, yeah, she's my Uber driver, which I absolutely love taking Uber. <laughs> and so she was taking me, actually dropped me off at church, and I just happened to ask her if she had a problem in her knee and yes. her, your she back, right? For you, yes. What did you begin to experience? Well, warmthness, uh, tingling feeling, and I, it was just, it just went down and poof. And now it's not hurting! And now it's not hurting, it's now, gone. Welcome to Bronx, I'll be right with you. I asked you if you had three conditions in your body, your neck, your shoulder, and your hip. And what did you say? I said that it did hurt. It did. And what happened? What did you feel? I felt tingly all over, and it was healed. And how long have you had that pain? Probably since I was 20 years old, and I'm 60. <laughs> so what do you think? Do you think Jesus is still healing today? Oh, yes. And you had debilitating MS. My hands like this. Your hands were like this, crippled up. My legs were turned here. Turned in. Couldn't hardly... Really they were like, they were so crippled, I couldn't walk. You're crippled, you couldn't walk. And now you can actually walk. <laughs> Spinning around and everything. And you had a deaf ear. Mm -hmm. No eardrum, no bone. Just boom. Popped open. Mm -hmm. Come on, Jesus. And I just asked you if you had uh, some problems in your back and your neck. You said you've been having some issues for how long? A couple of years, yeah. Couple well, of years. yeah, two years at least. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most days, though, by the end of the day, you're talking an eight to a ten every day. As you were praying for me, um, I could feel this cooling sensation all through the, the, the middle of my back. Bent over, like I was able to move in ways that I haven't been able to move without pain, and, and I can't even tell you how long. So you're completely pain free right now? Yeah, like I, I mean, I can touch my toes. I can't remember the last time I could do that. Wow. I, I so, can't tell you. What did you actually say? You said, man, I feel, what did you yeah, say? Yeah, goosebumps. I mean, even now as I'm talking about it, I still have goosebumps. It was absolutely insane. Man, have you ever experienced anything like that before? Never in my life. Man. That was that's, beautiful. That's the goodness and love of God for you, my friend. This is uh, Zim. She is uh, waiting on us today. And as I was getting ready to leave, the Lord gave me a word of knowledge about an area in her, her neck. And Zim, how long have you had that, that pain? Uh, I think a year or more, what well, they were calling it, a tension headache. Tension headache? Honestly, yep. it's not here. Yeah, and it's not there. Oh. So we prayed. What did you feel when I prayed for you? It just was warm and, and I felt numb a bit, but, yeah. but I can't feel anything now. No and pain. then you said it moved though to one to side. To the other side. So we prayed again and it broke the spirit of infirmity and then it's gone. It's gone. And then I told her this was Jesus and asked, would you like to receive Jesus in your heart? And what did you say? Yes, please. Yes. And so you gave your heart to Jesus, then I prayed for an empowerment. What did you feel in your hands? They were warm, and well, they still are. Still warm. So God's anointing you. And so here's the deal. As Jesus healed you, you get to go heal others. This is what Christians do. Amen. Hey, so check your body for a moment. See if something's happened. See if pain is decreasing, something different's changing. Amen. Okay. That's awesome. What happened? Decreased headache pain. So you had a headache pain on a number scale from zero to ten. Four. Four? Two. Two. Why don't you stand up again? Okay. 
Anybody else? Okay. What, what's going on with you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come on, Jesus. That's amazing. That's amazing. Check your headache again. One. Can you come here for a second? Why don't you stand up? Can you both, ladies, both come here? Yeah. So all the pain's completely gone. Okay. So here's what the Bible says freely receive, freely give. So here's what I want you to do I just want you to hold her hand. Okay. And just sometimes our, our touch is so empowering because people need touch. And we've been living in a, in a world lately, social distancing people, and we've needed to do it for a time. But we also need just the touch of another human. But it's the humanity that Jesus came in his incarnation that re- released his divin- divine nature of power. And sometimes we get so caught up in using words Sometimes it's just the, the touch of one other that we can release God's power. Yeah, and, and if you can watch, I think God's presence is already coming on, on her right now, and she can see the presence of God. You see this peace, there's a little bit of shaking on her, and all she's doing is holding her hand. This is one believer ministering the life of Christ to another believer. So check your body out and tell us. And be honest, don't, don't, don't do what most Christians do and lie, you know? <laughs> If nothing's changed, nothing's changed, but I think there's something that's happened. It's a, it's a one. It's a one, okay. Yeah. Just watch the Lord begins just to release just an increase of his power upon her. You know, if you've had a headache, I mean, you think headaches are kind of low, but if you have a headache, a headache's a really bad thing, man. So if we can get that thing gone. Yeah. What's going on with you now? Still a one. Okay. Does somebody else have pain right now in their body? Yeah, come here. I'm going I'm to show you something a little different. What we do. Okay, you can stand right here with us back. Okay, so what's your pain? Uh, hip pain. You have a hip pain, okay. On a scale from zero to ten, what's your pain? Uh, it's about a four now. About a four now. Okay. Why don't you come here? You stand right in front of uh, her. What's your name? Karen. Karen. Stand right here so everyone can see you. Okay. So you're, you have hip pain. How long have you had the hip pain? Uh, it just came on this morning. Came on this morning. On a scale from zero to ten, what is it? Uh, it was an eight when I got here, and it's a four now. It's a four now. Okay. So once you put your hand, just put your hand on her shoulder. It's fine. Because if you do that at Walmart, that might look really weird. Yeah. Right? So, no, no, no. Here, here's, I don't want you to do it for this reason. Because I want us to get comfortable. What we do in church, can we duplicate that at Walmart? And I don't think you want to have people touching them on their hip. I'm just saying. I don't know. Maybe they would. Yeah. No, I'm, te- I'm teasing. Okay. So just say this. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you for your healing power. And I bless her hip. I bless her hip. And I command all the pain. I, can, com- I command, command all, all the pain. Rachel's pain. Yeah, there you go. To leave. To leave. Right now. In, to leave right now. In Jesus' name. Okay. Move your body around and see if something's changed.
a point five. That's okay. That's good. Thank you for being so accurate with that. Okay. So Jesus, Jesus, we bless what you've done. We bless what you have done. And we ask for more. We ask for more. We ask for that point five to go. We ask for that point five to go to zero. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Can okay, I test it out? Yeah. Now it's just pregnancy. Now it's just pregnancy. Now, how's your headache? A point five. It's just a tiny, it's a tiny bit. bit. Okay, so now go ahead and pray for her. Say, Jesus, Jesus I thank you for healing power. What you've given to me, I freely give away. Now all pain go. In Jesus' name. Okay, now try it out. Whoops. Just a tiny bit. Hey, well, hey. That's pretty amazing, though, for where it went. Come on, give these guys a hand for coming. Thanks. Just a, a little bit of simple just demonstration and praying for people. You know, and again, it's one thing to do it here. It's another thing to do it as we go. You know, you saw that one video of the lady with, with the MS that was crippled up. Let me tell you the quick story back behind that. My wife was taking, my wife and I went on a date, and she loves to go drink tea, and tea just makes me want to go pee, to be honest, <laughs> right? Well, there we were, sipping our tea, and um, this lady uh, just, I get up to go to the restroom, this lady grabs me, and she goes, do you remember who I am? I'm like, no, I don't. You know, who are you? And she's like really kind of like dumbfounded that I don't recognize her, and I'm just like trying to like picture where, you know, who she is, and she's, you really don't remember me. I said, no, I don't remember you. Who are you? And she goes, you really don't? I said, no, I'm so sorry, I don't. She goes, do you remember almost like 20 years ago? I'm like, yeah, like I want to remember that. There was a lady, and she was at Walmart in the parking lot, and she was crying out, help me. Would somebody help me? Would you please help me? I need help. And all these people begin to pass this lady by. And I'm trying to like recall this. And she goes, you know, this lady was beaten. Her face was all black and blue. She was all crippled up. And her husband had left her there in the parking lot. And nobody would stop. But then a man came along that looked just like you. And he stopped. And I'm like, Okay, well, this is creepy, you know? Like, I'm, like, back in the story, like, remembering this thing. And she said, you literally pulled out all of your money that you had in your wallet, and you called me a cab so I could get home. You prayed for me, and look what Jesus has done. I went from crippled up, MS, to my hands straight, to walking. You saw her twirling around. And you know what the funny thing was? That day, I remember, I remember the story later, and I, I thought, I wanted to pass that woman by too. You know why? It's because, like all of us, we're scared to step in the mess of somebody else's life. But here's what I found, is when we step in the mess of someone else's life, that's when the message of the gospel shines the brightest. And yes, it is fear and your intimidation, and that's okay, but listen, when we make ourselves available, God will put his ability on our availability so we can be light and strength to somebody else. 
Then we're there with her and we're talking. She tells us about a deaf ear she has. Her deaf ear pops open in the restaurant. It was absolutely crazy, but it was listening, hearing the cry of somebody. Now there's people like, her name is Carrie. There's people like Carrie all over, all over. They're crying out or needing help. And our job as the church is to look for that one, listen for that one, and then do whatever we can. Just, you know, it's like the the boy with the loaves and fishes. He didn't know it was going to feed a multitude. So you might just have just a little bit, and you give in that moment, and then Jesus comes and he blesses it, and it multiplies out. And there's no way. Listen, I can't heal the sick. I can't pull healing out of my pockets. Can you? No. I mean, I can't, like, raise the dead. I can't do any of these things. But what I can do is what Jesus called us to do, and he said, go and release his kingdom. Go with the gospel, right, and heal the sick. It's an impossible task on your own. But with Jesus, we see the miraculous deeds of heaven coming in and invading people's lives when we simply obey what Jesus has called us to do. And so we are loving people. But that's how that stuff comes. So when we're praying for people and learning how to pray for people, we want to learn how to do this in a way that is naturally supernatural. So when I was kidding her about the deal with, you know, hey, don't put your hand on someone's hip at Walmart. <laughs> well, you probably aren't going to do that, right? But what we can do is we can simply just talk with somebody. Hey, I, I see that you're sick or you maybe overhear a conversation or however you are interacting with this person can I pray for you, and can I pray for you right now? And here's how I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to literally, I'm just going to step back, or do you mind if I hold your hand? These are ways that you could do it. And just make it very, very comfortable for the person. You're not trying to draw attention to you. You're trying to connect them with Jesus. And so in that moment, you do something like that, and we get good at those things. If The more you're natural and the more you're comfortable, the more they'll feel natural and the more they'll feel comfortable. Right? And now if Holy Spirit comes and he starts shaking them and blasting them all the, the, the Walmart, that's, that's on him, right? That's, that's okay. But you want to try to be as natural as possible in that moment. So just say, hey, can I just hold your hand or can I just, I'm just going to speak to the pain and tell it to go. I remember one time I was in a, a hotel lobby and I saw this guy and he's like this, just, man, really having a hard time walking. So I walked up to him and I said, hey, excuse me. I said, tell me what happened. He said, oh, I had this horrible accident years ago, and I'm a lot of pain. It's an old injury, and when it gets really cold, it gets really messed up, and I just am a lot of pain. I said, hey, do you mind if I pray for you right now? And he was like, kind of looked at me like, uh, you know, that's really kind, cute. You know, you can pray for me later. I mean, no, like right now, and here's how I'm going to pray for you. I'm just going to speak to the, your knee, and I'm going to tell it to get better, and, and that's it. So it's not like spooky or weird. And he was like, okay, I'll, I'll give you that and let you try it. And so I just said, Jesus, I just thank you for your presence. I command all the pain to get out of his knee. I bless you. Now try to do something you couldn't do. Like, it's not going to be long prayers, long-winded prayers that change things. So either it's going to happen or it's not going to happen. And so you're stepping out in that place of, of faith for that moment of, God, you told us to see those that are sick and begin to minister your life to them. So I said, all right, why don't you try to do something you couldn't do? And he goes, okay, thank you, young man. And he just starts to walk off. Every third step, the guy goes, whoa, like this. Whoa. All the way up one aisle back. Whoa. Whoa. And he gets to me and he goes, oh, my gosh. I think your prayer worked. 
Here I was in this crazy supernatural moment, and then something very natural happened. My son goes, Daddy, I got to go to the bathroom, and I got to go to the bathroom now. <laughs> and I'm like, can it wait? I'm like, this is like, you know, God just broke in for this man, and the guy goes, well, when you got to go, you got to go, right? <laughs> so there I am, taking my son to the bathroom. We get in the, we get in the restroom. I thought, I might as well go to the restroom, too. So I'm there. I'm doing my thing. And... This guy walks in, and he is, like, right next to me at the, at the urinal. And we're just talking. And uh, he starts talking to me about, like, his problem. He said, man, I have this horrible pain in my neck, my shoulder, my back hurts. I'm like, why is he telling me this stuff, right? Because I know why. I said, really? I said, so you have all this pain in your neck and your back? He goes, yeah. I said, hey, do you know this guy? Um, his name is Charles, and he works here. Uh, and he goes, yeah, you mean the guy with the limp? I said, well, he doesn't limp anymore. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, well, my son and I prayed for him right before we went to the restroom, and Jesus completely healed him. Would you like for us to pray for you and see God heal you right now? And he goes, absolutely. I said, well, let's go wash our hands first, you know? <laughs> so right there in the restroom, we pray for the guy, and he gets completely healed on the spot. See, it's, it's sometimes all we're doing is we're, we're in the mission, we're in the message, and we're in the ministry of Jesus, even when you're in the bathroom, all right? Or even when you're walking and you're seeing somebody that's, you know, walking, that's limping, hey, this might be an opportunity for you to display the good works of Jesus. There's moments every day, there's times that we pass by that if we can begin just to be foolish enough in that moment to believe, maybe God will come and touch that person. And that's how I've tried to live my life for the last 20 years. And I'm telling you what, I'm 100% shocked every time I see it, and I'm 100% shocked when I don't see it. I've learned to live in that tension. And the biggest thing that I've found is when I'm out ministering to people outside that don't have any church experience, if something doesn't happen, well, they didn't believe anyway. <laughs> so they're not crushed. But they're... Every single time, they're like, I can't believe you believed or loved enough that you would stop me to pray for me. And if you want to see real healings happen, do it out there. And I promise you'll see it more flowing in here. But it's as you go and you begin just to love people and you go into that place of like, I feel so foolish. I feel so ill-equipped. Well, join the company, man, because that's how all of us feel. But we simply step out in the mission, in the message, in the ministry of Jesus, and we become Jesus with skin on, and we love the hell out of people. That's our call as a church, right? So here's having a problem right now in your, in your right shoulder, your rotator cuff. You've you messed it up like a, I don't know, I, maybe it was six months ago, something happened to your right rotator cuff. Can you stand up? Is your left? Okay, well, I mean, there's a right and a left. It was a year ago. Okay, well, can you come down here? We'll take that. Um, also, someone has like injured something like on their, the left side, I don't know if it was a rib or, or some type of bruising. 
that's gone on, that's on your left side. I think it's like a rib, uh, or it's in that, it's right in here. You've been having pain. Who's that person? Going once, going twice. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Who is also experiencing um, some pain? Like we, we watched a couple of videos, so I'm only going up from this. You ha- you're having pain in your neck and your back because we just saw two, two healings with that. This is not a word of knowledge. This is just simply, can you come forward? And then who's experiencing, you're either going deaf or you're deaf in your left ear. Anybody? Or maybe you couldn't hear me. No, <laughs> that's such a bad joke. Sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Okay. Well, let's just do this. We're going to demonstrate it again with, with these two ladies. Would you, would you come up here for a second? Yeah, if you just come right here in front. Okay, so tell me what your, your pain is on a scale from zero to ten. It's a, well, it's about a five here. About a five in my back. And a five in your back, okay? Five. And is it in your, your shoulder? My left shoulder? Your left shoulder. And, part of my back. and your back as well. So shoulder and back. It's all connected. All connected. And yours is neck and back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And foot, if you want to add. And you got a foot. You want to add a foot in there too? Okay. We can do that, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay, so how about this? I would like for you to help pray for her. Okay, so you just hold her hand for a second. And let's, let's just hold her hand. The reason I'm doing this, this is me experimenting, so you know. Um, I always experiment everywhere I go to see to what degree can we release God's presence. Sometimes I'll just say one word. Sometimes I won't say anything. Um, and so we want to just try to get comfortable in God's presence. And it's okay to experiment. It's okay. It's actually really fun, <laughs> right? Okay, as she's holding your hand, just be honest, is something changing in your body right now? In my, yeah. Yep. What's going on? I'm feeling uh, warmth. You're feeling warmth? Mm-hmm. Are you feeling warmth in the areas where you have had pain? In my foot right now. In your foot right now? Mm-hmm. Well, move your foot around and see what's happening. Okay, there's still some pain, but you're feeling warmth there. Are you feeling warmth in your, in your neck or your back as well? Just kind of all over. Just kind of all over. Okay, move, move your body all over where, and just, just to see if there's anything changed in those areas. I can hear it crack. You can hear it crack? Okay. My foot is still sore. Uh-huh. The back feels pretty good right now. Your back feels good. So we got something. So something's changing just even with a touch. This is, this is good information watching. And thank you for being honest. Okay, now I want you to do this. I want you just to speak to the pain. So, Father, I, I bless what you're doing in her foot. Can you say that? Yeah. Lord Jesus, I bless what's going on in her foot. Yeah. Yeah. So we bless her foot. We bless her neck and her back. And all pain leave. Okay. Now check your body and see what's going on. 
further. You can move it further. It's still cracking. Yeah. And the, but this is this feels very good. Yeah. The foot is still warm. It's still warm. There's still a little bit of pain. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, as you're praying for her, check your body and see if something's gone on with your body. Um, how's your shoulder? My mind's on you. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I feel the same. You feel the same. Okay. So I want you to pray one more time. Say, Father, I bless what you're doing. Yeah. Father, I bless what you're doing. Oh, yes. Yeah, I want you to pray. Yeah, I want you to pray. Yeah. Yes, Father, I bless what you're doing. And I command all the pain. I command all the pain. To leave. To leave. Come, Holy Spirit. Move your body around and see what's going on. It definitely is still cracking, but I can move it. Further. But you can move it further. It doesn't hurt. And it doesn't hurt. This doesn't hurt. This has about a one and a half. A one and a half. Okay. <laughs> so here's what I want you to do. I want you to bless her shoulder, just because of time's sake. Just bless her shoulder. Say, Father... Thank you for what you're doing with me. Thank you for what you're doing in me. I bless her now. I bless her now. I command all the pain. I command all the pain to leave. To leave. Right now. Shoulder. Yeah. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay. Now move your, your shoulder around and see what's going on. I don't feel different, but I'm praying it. Okay, so that's good. So you don't not that it, you don't feel good, but thank you for being honest. And sometimes healing happens immediately. Sometimes it's progressively, right? And sometimes we don't see full healing, honestly, until there's out of heaven either. But we press in, right? And I'm going to have her pray for one more time, and then we're going to go into ministry time, okay? Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you're doing in her shoulder. And I pray now that all pain will be gone. The shoulder will be restored in the name of Jesus. Okay. Now move it around and see if there's any difference. And it's okay if nothing's happening. I'd rather you be honest. Um, I don't feel a change. Okay, you don't feel a change. Okay, that's really, really important that we are honest every single time when we pray for people. And I love when you said, okay, I'm, I'm going to claim I'm going to hold on to it. But you distinguish between that and then also saying I have pain. Because God can work in those places of moments when we're truthful and honest, right? Uh, amen. Okay? And here's the thing, too. We're all at one level wounded healers, so we're going to get to give. So you're going to help me both minister here. Here's what I want to do as we get ready to close with this. I want you to stand up. And I want us to, I, I want you to be brave and honest. If, if you have pain or sickness in your body, uh, would you go ahead and come down front right now? Like, we don't have any music, nothing, just come down and line up. And if you are, I want you to line up and then face that way. Okay, that's several people. All right. So we have several people here that are responding that they have a physical need in their body. They need Jesus to come touch them. And so guess what? Those of you that have come forward, you are now the ministry team. And so maybe you're scared to death to do it. Great. I'm always scared too. And if we don't have enough people, we'll, we'll actually have these people pair up. But what I'd like for you to do, would you please be bold enough to come and, and stand in front of one of, the, one of these precious uh, friends here that is dealing with something, if you'd stand right in front of them. 
And let's not do, let's not pray or anything. Let's not do that. Just I want to make sure everyone has somebody first. Okay. If you don't have someone in front of you, raise your hand so I know. Okay. We need one person down there. Okay. And then down here, we need at least one person. Can we get more? Okay. Or there's two people, actually. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. You just watched and modeled uh, of us praying for somebody, low-key, not hype anything up. What I want you to do is ask the person in just a moment, like, what their pain level is on a, from zero to ten, what their condition is, Let, get that bit of information. And then I want you to just uh, ask them if you can hold their hand or put their hand on their shoulder. And then I just want you to speak to the pain, and I just want you to command it to go. And then I want you to ask the person to do something they can't, couldn't do before to see how effective your prayer was. If something's happened, they get healed, I want you to clap so we know something has t- taken place. If you pray once, nothing happens, let's pray another time, maybe a third time. Uh, and that's how we're going to end the service, okay, of, of us just ministering to people. Does everyone, is it clear as mud? <laughs> you got it? Okay. So I'm going to pray first before you do it. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your power and your healing gifts. And I ask right now you would distribute them through the church and that many right now would receive healing and empowerment in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and pray. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more information about our church, visit vineyardnorthridge.org or find us on social media at Vineyard Northridge.